The weather has grown colder. The song of autumn has begun to sing its way into the veins of deciduous trees, whispering up the xylem, hissing into the petiole of each little leaf, saying, Mark ye, mark ye, little leaf, the time for abscission is nigh. David's been looking up tree vocabulary on Wikipedia again, and he thinks he has a handle on why leaves fall, and it's basically because each leaf contains within itself cellular scissors, a kind of weakened, ready-to-tear perforated area called the separation zone. Friends and fiends, beasts, ghouls, non-boonary compatriots, buddies. Nature is spoopy. It's scary season up in this, John. We're playing a classic piece of goofy, scary audio drama from legendary Irish producer Roger Gregg. Let's get into it. It's Radio Drama Revival. Hey folks, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom. Listeners, you should be aware that I knocked out a major life goal this past week, which was appearing on National Public Radio. Holy cats. Ellie and I proudly represented Radio Drama Revival in an appearance on WAMU's program 1A, where friend of the show and the me, Lizette Alvarez and public radio producer turned dramatist James Kim, joined host Kimberly Adams to discuss the world of audio fiction. A great big shout out and thank you to producer Morgan Givens, whom you'll recall is the creator of Flyest Fables. He works for 1A and he assembled this very fine crew. Anyway, we're very proud. Lizette and I got to be booth buddies at WAMU, and then we got celebratory baguettes afterwards. Basking in it. So good. Okay, let's move on to the show. We are pulling one from the vaults tonight, folks. It's the winner of the 2003 Ogle Award for Best Fantasy. Roger Gregg's Howl of the Makutira, a deeply silly story that feels just right for a cool evening. Or a warm morning? I don't know. It might end up being, like, June when you're listening to this. Look, I don't want to be prescriptive about when you listen to this episode. Live your best life, cherished listener. Now, what I love about Roger Gregg's work, besides the silliness, is his mastery of music. Gregg did the old theme tune to Radio Drama Revival back when Fred was the host, and he's really in his element here. I'd rate Howl of the Makutira at about a 2 or a 3 on the spoop scale, and maybe a 7 on the gender essentialism scale, but it is from, like, 16 years ago. Give it a chance. You'll see what I mean in a minute. Now, it takes place in Ireland, and the only thing I want to gloss up front is that characters refer a lot to ring forts. These are the remnants of Bronze Age settlements in Ireland, these circular, stepped ramparts, now largely given over to grass and moss. Think of them as ruins of once-fortified hills. According to the Wikipedia article I had open as I drafted this, there are over 40,000 of them in Ireland alone. As they slowly decayed and the ramparts grew unnecessary and the wooden fortifications rotted, having been abandoned, all that remained were these circular patches of grass, these strangely circular hills. They acquired a reputation as being homes for the good people. Nothing? The, the, the fair folk. Don't make me say it. The, the fairies. That's the cultural context you need to grasp onto this extremely goofy story. Let's get going. You're walking through the shadows in the boreen of reality. You there. Yes. You with the mind. 
It's too late. Something has snapped. You're after going beyond the back of beyond. Yes, Crazy Dog Audio Theatre presents another psychic tale drawn from the fantastical realms of the Celtic imagination. Let's join our two investigators, Maeve O'Casey and Matt Griffin, as they encounter the Howl of the Makutira. It was an eerie night, lit by a full moon. The weird sisters had gathered for their... Matt, what are you doing? What's it look like, Maeve? An opening narration? Yes, I prepared some notes. See? So if you just let me get on with it... No, 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 no. No, we're not starting this story like that. Maeve! The deal was, as your new partner, me, Matt Griffin, Private Eye. You know, the muscle behind the mystic, we share all the narrations. Yes. So, just because you're Maeve O'Casey, the one with the super psychic powers, I'm still your partner. Yes, we share the narrations when we do them. Good. But we're not doing one now, so give me those notes. Hey! I'm sorry, Matt. But this story opens with the weird sisters gathering around their magic cauldron inside the ring fort. I don't get it. Just pay attention. Then how? Shh! Listen. (laughs) Hear me, my sisters of darkness. Of earth, sky, and fire. And really weird things you'd find in a New Age bookshop. Yes, that's us. Our weird sisterhood gathers here in this secluded ring, dancing before a fire beneath the full moon clad only in the night sky. Our cauldron has reached the boil. Let us now prepare the elixir. To satisfy the hunger of the Makutira. The sons of the earth, the Conria. Let us begin. Hair of the dog. A canine's fang. Eye of a hound. And a boxer's shorts. Now, as the mixture soars away, there are just a few coven announcements. Oh, firstly, well done to everyone for the last month's bring and buy sale. We had a great response and raised over 34 euro for the Flying Broom Fund. Oh, and I see there are still plenty of seats left for the magical, mystical tour bus trip next month. It's going to be great. Come on, girls, I've seen the bus and it is magical. It flies. And there's a loo, which is handy. Now, one last thing. Hey, you there in my ring For the elixir to work. Take a private lander on. We'll need a male to drink it. I have no hippies dancing about here. And here he is now. So take your bongos and clear off the laddie. Go on, before I... Oh, 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 holy God, bless us. Oh my! Oh, I can't look at this carry on at all. Gather up your clothes and and 
Ah, stop it now! Here, don't be dancing about me like that. Ah, don't be brushing up against me. Okay, it's not this. Have you no homes to go to? I'll have to, I'll have to join me. Yes, I feel the need. The urge. I will dance. And just me pants and wellies. Yes, yes. Oh, the air against me body. Oh, this is great. I haven't done this since Christy Moore played Consort Point. Here is a son of the earth dancing with us in his boxer shorts. And wellies. Dancing. Oh, that's me. Maliki O'Flaherty, 58 years old and dancing. Oh, you. Oh, oh my. Must be thirsty. Oh. Oh, but I am. Will you not have a drink? I, I, I will, of course. Here, we've prepared this especially for you. Here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Go on, drink. I will. Thank you. Yes, there's oh. a good lad. Oh. oh, that was mighty. Oh, yeah. Now, no, let's get these off. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Why did I do that? Yes, I don't know why, but, but I feel peculiar. Very odd. Oh, my hands! Look at them! They're changing! Oh no, I'll be back! Must I know? Don't bend it over! Turn on forward! They can turn it into a. Another Conriath joins the pack. Let us fly, sisters. Fly off into the night. Tonight. I don't... Have a good one. All right, so. Nothing like a spot of tea after your long trip out here to Dunmacoteer. Travelling is part of the job, Mrs O'Flaherty. When the mystery doesn't come to me, I go to it. And will your handsome fella sit in there like more tea? Matt is not my boyfriend, Mrs O'Flaherty. Oh? No, Matt... Mr. Griffin is my partner. He works with me on these kind of cases. Oh, does he now? He does. Works with you? Yes. Just a partner, eh? Yes. A fine-looking young man like that. Yes. Hmm. And Mr. Griffin, will you have more tea? Yes. No, thank you. No? No, we haven't time. Tell us about your husband. He's a good farmer. But sexually very demanding. Do you know, one time he asked me to try no, to get my... No, I'm sorry. What, what I mean is, tell us about his disappearance. Well, there's all the sheep worried, cattle bothered, pigs emotionally withdrawn. Go on. Then, of course, there's all them strange things in the ring forts. Oh. 
Sometimes we hear strange singing, screaming, howling. A fierce, primitive carry-on altogether. I see. So that night your husband heard this and went out to investigate? He didn't want to, of course. But I made him. A devil to get him to do things. It's like... Like he has a will of his own. So he went out and never came back? In the morning, there wasn't anything to be found in the ring fort except the coals of a fire and Mr. O'Flaherty's pants. I see. And he's not the only one you know. There are many men from the parish who've gone missing. Oh? A whole pack of them at this stage. There are plenty of ring forts around on Makoot here, you see. All of them disturbed. I see. Well, we look into this, Mrs. O'Flaherty. Do you know what it is? I have a fair idea. Tell me now, and don't laugh. But do you think it might be the good people? No, not the good people. <gasps> Bad people, so? Yes. Bad people. Whoa, wait a minute. Oh, just hold on there. What do you mean, bad people? What kind of bad? Bad evil? Bad good? Bad Michael Jackson? What? Bad witchcraft. Okay, okay. I'm with you. Now, these witches, right? Are they like bad, ugly Wizard of Oz-type witches? Or are they bad, sexy, Hollywood, TV, bikini-type witches? What difference does it make? It makes a big difference. Why? Because... If they're ugly witches with crooked noses and warts and stuff, I'm not too crazy about that. But, and this is important, if they are sexy Hollywood TV bikini type witches, well, then I can work in those conditions. Oh, really? Yes. And what if these witches look like, you know, everyday, regular women? Regular? Yes, you know, like real human beings, but female? Wait, wait, let me, let me see if I get this. <laughs> okay. There's attractive and not attractive women. And now you're saying that there's like this whole other thing, this regular female human thing? Yes. And you can sense this? Yes. There are a lot more categories for women than attractive and not attractive. Oh, wow, you see? That's what's so cool about you, how you can be so aware of all these whole other psychic dimensions. You're winding me up, right? What? No. No, he's not. Mr. O'Flaherty was the same, sure. And yet they have their uses. I'm sorry, Mrs. O'Flaherty. We'll get back to your husband. Attractive, not attractive. Regular? So, then, Matt Griffin, what am I? Not attractive? Uh, ah, no, no, Maeve. Trick question. Attractive? No, no, I'm not saying, because even though I may not be psychic... I do know that whatever I say is wrong. So my answer is the right answer. There, how's that? The right answer. Hmm, yes, the right answer. Is Mavo Casey attractive? And my answer is the right answer. There, see? No, seriously, Matt, come on. No? no well, I'm just curious, in a purely professional way. Oh, no, no, I'm not falling come for on, that. Come on, Matt. You're it, female, attractive, you're not more attractive. intelligent if there, than I am. If it's only I one or the that. other, which I'm It was late in the afternoon. Half past six. And I had formulated a plan. Big, secret plan. Since there were so many ring forts in the area. Loads of them. Matt and I were going to split up. Matt would... We're splitting up? Yes. That's the big secret plan? Yeah, we can't be in two places at once. At least, not physically. I thought we'd do a stakeout. A stakeout? You know, a stakeout. 
It's where we sit day and night on the eighth floor of a building, peeking through the blinds with high-powered binoculars with a big tape recorder running, taping the phone conversations of our suspects. Yes, I know. We have what... sandwiches delivered and drink coffee out of paper cups, and we keep watching and watching and watching, ready to pounce. Matt, can I just And then down bingo! This? They slip up, and we find out where they're going to make the drop, and then I say, let's roll, and you say, right, and then we jump into the back of a van marked florists, and they don't even know. Or do they? That we're right behind them, because all along... Okay, okay, enough. I get it. But you said... Matt, we're in the back of beyond. There's no buildings. There's no phone to tap. There's just the countryside with gorse bushes, some stone walls, and a lot of ring forts. We can't cover them all at once. So I have these. See? Hey, walkie-dockies! Do I get one? Yes, we each get one. Cool! This way we can remain in contact. During the stakeout? Yes, the... Stake out. You stay here out of sight. Right. You have a good view of the ring fort down there at the bottom of the field ahead, see? Yeah, I see. The ring. Now, I'll be down the road watching the other ring, and we'll keep in touch with these. Good, got it. And the code names? Code names? We can't use walkie-talkies without code names. Right. My code name will be Maeve. If you want to talk to me, just push that button there and say... Hello, Maeve. Maeve? Is that like a trick double think thing? Using your actual name as your code name? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a trick double think thing. Okay, my code name will be Bloodhound. No, no, Leader Dog. No, no, not that's too short. Okay, how about Wolf Hunter? How about Matt? No, no, I prefer Wolf Hunter. Two. Yeah, Wolf Hunter 2, that's better. This is Wolf Hunter 2. Come in, Maeve. I have a big 1060. Repeat 1060 on Red Dog 9. Proceeding now to Code 12. Over. Yeah, I like it. Okay, Matt. Now, this is the very important bit. Under no circumstances should you approach the witches. But what if they're... No, no, listen. If they appear here, do not deal with them. They're clever, and they will do and say anything to get you to enter the ring. But you must not go in. Right. Don't go in the ring. Yeah. Just call me on the walkie-talkie and wait. And wait. That's right. Do nothing. Okay. Do nothing. Got it. I'm going to leave you here now. The stakeout begins. Wolf Hunter 2 is ready to strike. No, no, no. No striking, Matt. Just watching. Remember... Don't do anything until I get here. The hours passed. The sun dropped in the sky, and the full moon shone down over the rolling fields. But this night is different because Matt Griffin is Wolf Hunter 2, and he is ready, yes. Always alert. His hyper-keen senses watching, waiting, waiting, waiting. Getting quite bored, actually. And then waiting some more, and now it's really boring. But Wolf Hunter 2 is quite quite alert and ready to... Ready to... Strike.
I'm uh, Matt Griffin. Alert. Huh? <gasps> 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 what? Huh? The ring. They're in the ring. Yes, yes. And I found them. Huh? Wait till I tell Maeve. She'll be so jealous. Jealous, but attractive. Come in, Maeve. I repeat, come in, Maeve. This is Ma Oh, Wolf Hunter 2. Wolf Hunter 2. Come in, Maeve. Over. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Mission report update. Wait till you hear this. Over. You fell asleep, didn't you, Matt? Uh, uh, yes, and it's Wolf Hunter 2. Uh, that's not important right now. They're here. The witches. I found them. We have a code red situation. Over. Okay. Okay. Listen carefully. Have they seen you? Negative. Wolf Hunter 2 is in his lair. Over. And he better stay in his lair. Got it? They'll try anything to get you to step into their circle, but you must resist. Hey, this is Wolf Hunter 2 you're talking to. Over. Yeah, I know. I'm on my way. My sisters, it is time. Oh, something is happening. Over. Stay put, Matt. I think some kind of dance is going on, but I can't see from here. Over. Hear me, my sisters of darkness. They're the sisters of darkness. Over. Matt, don't pay attention to them. Our circle gathers here dancing beneath the full moon, clad only in the sky. They say they're clad only in the sky. What's that mean? Over. It means that they're... That they... Just forget it. Is that like, you know... Over. My attractive sister. Oh, wait, wait. Something else is happening. Over. We cast away our stuffy guilt trips, inhibitions, and our clothes. Matt? Matt? Matt, come in. What's happening? And look at us. We are not ugly Wizard of Oz type witches. We are sexy Hollywood TV bikini type witches. I'm just going to move forward a bit. Over. We are attractive. Matt, what's wrong? Matt, are you there? In fact, you could say we have powers of attraction. Matt, Matt. We draw things towards us. Matt. Matt, don't enter the ring, do you hear? Just look at us dancing here. See how we twist our curvaceous, attractive bodies. Matt! Matt! Maeve, I have to see this. I'll be okay. No! I'm going in. Anyone seeing us would say we're... Attractive. Why, hello there. Hello, it's, uh... Grand night, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is, son of the earth. Matt, get out of the ring. Would you like to dance with us? Sure. That sounds great. Get out! Here, let me take your hand. Matt? This is nice, isn't it? You must be thirsty. Oh, yes, I guess I am. Will you have a drink? Oh, yes, please. Hold on, Matt. Here, take this cup. Oh, thank you. 
coming. Go on, drink. I will. Yes. Oh, what was that? It tingles. An elixir just for you. Thank you. Just hold on a second while let's get these things off. Oh, why did I just do that? You just had to. Yes. I don't know why I did that. I'm Matt Griffin. I shouldn't let it get to me, but I can't. What's happening to me? My hands! Changing! Oh, my back! on twisting! Facing! On all fours! So Matt was gone. In the morning, Dimpno Flaherty and I searched the ring fort to see if we could find any leads. Have you found anything? Yes. I'm sensing a great deal of primitive male energy. Oh, yes. There's his pants. Like an explosion of brutal instincts. Oh, my. Very fancy. Pent-up urges erupting. Silky boxers with leopard spots. Irrational, tempestuous hunger. Just try getting Maliki to wear the likes of these. Good luck. Feverishly wild. He's a very bland dresser altogether. Like a ravenous animal being set loose. He'd forget to wash if I didn't tell him to. There's many a time I've roared at him. Maliki O'Flaherty, you're not coming near me until you wash. You filthy thing, you. Oh, wait a minute. Look at this. What is it? See, the ground here. It's all mucky. Yes, trampled. Like it's been rolled in by some kind of animal. See in the mud? Footprints! Like some kind of a large dog heading up that way, towards the mountain. Oh, I, I don't think we should be going up there. I think we have no choice. People say things about Schlievna Conriacht. Awful things. Whatever it is we're looking for is up there. Come on. If we leave now, we'll reach the top by evening. All right. I'll go. But let's not be up there after dark. There's another full moon tonight. Then I'd say, Maliki, are you not listening at all? Don't be in such a rush. Slow down, I'd say. Do it like I told you, you idiot. But there's no talking to a man once his blood is up, is there, Miss O'Casey? Yes. 
<clears throat> yes, I, I, I suppose. Oh, then you haven't... No, no, I, I have. Oh, of course, sure. You're a modern woman. Yes, I'm modern. Modern, right, so... But modern doesn't... Doesn't what? Well, it's just that... Well, you know what I mean. Of course. You fancy Mr. Griffin. What? No surprise there, sir. I do. He's a charmer, isn't he? Oh, <clears throat> finally, we're at the top. <sighs> Look at that view. Yes. You can see all of Dunmacotira from here. It took much longer to get up here than I thought. The sun dropping behind the hills in the west. The darkness gathering like black pools in the valleys. It's beautiful. And there's the full moon. We should build a fire. A fire? Yes. Uh, see if you can find some wood. Well, th- there's not much here in that way at all. Just the gorse and the boulders. Here, here's a stick. See what else is around. They're afraid of fire. Who's afraid of fire? They're afraid of fire. All right. Let's hurry. Oh, he's getting closer. They're all getting closer. What will we do? Let's get up on that rock. Way up there. Come on, quick. I'm coming. they can't follow. Look! Creeping along down in the shadows. They're gathering all around the base of this rock. We're trapped up here. Yes. Surrounding us. What are they, Miss O'Keefe? In Irish legend, they're called the Conriacht. Conriacht? Werewolves. You mean? Yes. So Malachy is down there with them? He is. Are you down there? He's uh, talking about you there, isn't it? There are two souls. Maliki O'Flaherty, answer me this minute. Ross! Ross, is it? Maliki, is that you? It is. What do you think you're playing at? I, I can ask you the same question, sir. Don't take that tone with me. I can take any tone I like. I'm not so lot. Yeah, that's right. That's my thing. Leave alone. You can't boss us around. You're in for it now, Maliki. Oh, am I now? You're not the leader of the pack. Don't make me come down there. Yeah? Well, why not, sir? Why don't you come down here and give him my love? I'm something for you. Think you're smart? You'll be singing a different tune when I get a hold of you. He's trying to trick you. He can't speak to me like that. He's not really himself at the moment. Malachi, why don't you take your pack and go? Oh, we can't do that, can we, lads? It's not up to me at all. It's up to the boss. The boss. The boss. Well then, who's the boss? I am. 
I was once known as Matt Griffin back when I was human. Dashing, handsome, but still just human. But now look at me. I'm the leader dog, the alpha male, the leader of the pack, the boss. I've got a tail and paws. And look at my teeth, see? Is that sharp or what? And don't forget the nose. Yeah, there's a whole world of smells out there. How do I smell? Turn around. Like an unwashed dog. Yeah. Matt! Matt, you're not yourself. No, Maeve, I am myself. I'm more myself than I've ever been. Isn't that right, lads? Yeah! Matt! Let me help you. I can turn you back. Are you crazy? I've never been so happy. So free to follow our natural instincts. Emancipated from human constraints. Liberated from political correctness. Yeah, all that stuff. Sure, that thing we can do, boss. Go on. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at this. See? What I'm doing now, Mavor? How about that? Oh, no shame at all. And it feels good. Matt, that's disgusting. Yeah? Try doing that when you're human. Oh, Jesus, I you break your neck. But we can do that now. Why, Matt? Why? Because... Because we can! Because we can! (laughs) Big bad wolves, we are hairy. We never shave or brush our teeth. Big bad wolves, we sure are scary. We misbehave and eat raw meat. And every night our packs together We dance and sing beneath the moon And it doesn't matter whether We don't all howl in tune We don't all howl in tune Big bad wolves in the shadows Waiting for you With doggy smiles Big bad wolves Wherever we go We do what we do In doggy style And every night our packs together We dance and sing beneath the moon And it doesn't matter Whether we don't all howl in tune We don't all howl in tune Listen to me, all of you You're deceiving yourselves can tell you that a wolf pack is tightly structured and highly stratified. You're not any freer now than when you were in human society. Go away! No, it's true! There are strict behavioural patterns. Every pack member has a rigidly demarcated role within the social unit. Don't listen to her! And the alpha male is the only one with access to the females. It's true. All the females of the pack form the leader's exclusive harem. Wait, relax. As the alpha male, I'm willing to bear this responsibility. (laughs) You see? 
You're all under a dictatorship. Dictatorship! Wait a second. Don't listen to her. She's trying to confuse you. What she said, Jeff! Forget what she said. I'm the leader, the boss, right? And I'm telling you. You see? He's giving you all orders. Nice try, Maeve, but you're forgetting one thing. Am I? Yes. This isn't natural zoology. Look at us. We're freaking werewolves. werewolves. This is a fantasy. <laughs> right. That does it. What are you doing? I'm taking this dick and I'm going down there. Oh, oh, oh look. Your money's after coming down. Stay back, all of you. Any of you come near and I'll... Whack you on the nose! Better do as she says, lads! You're all bad! All of you! Bad dogs! Bad! Bad! Especially you, Maliki! Matt! Come here! Come here, boy! Come on! Come on! Come here! <laughs> I'm not that stupid, Maeve. If I come near you, you'll catch me. Okay? Here, Matt. See this? See this? Oh! <gasps> A stick. Yeah. Now fetch. Fetch the stick. Go on. Go on. Get it. Go on. Stick tossed. Must fetch. Instincts canine. Must retrieve. Get stick. Can't resist. That's it, boy. Good boy. Now bring it back. Come on. That's, that's a good boy. Give it here to me. Good boy. Now, here, let me scratch your head. Oh, 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 ah, yes. you like that? Oh, oh, oh yes, open it the ears a little lower. Oh, yeah. Right there, right there. Now, let me just grab your fur coat. Nice and firm. What, what are you doing? I'm doing this! Oh, holy God! She's tearing and tearing and tearing off his wood! He's human underneath! Now, if you don't want the same thing to happen to you, you'll all go back to your homes. All of you! Go back to your families and the tedious responsibilities that make your lives boring and meaningless. Go on now. Well, what are you standing there for? She means... Go on, lads. Get. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Flaherty. What? What is it? Come here to me. Uh, I can explain them. Look at the state of you. I've been sleeping rough. Take that wolf skin off before I pull it off. Yes, dear. By the time I get you home, yes, you'll sir. be cooking, you'll be cleaning, you will be putting on silky boxer shorts to fit a little bit silky yes, boxer shorts on you, do you hear me? Yes, and there'll dear. be no more messing around. Can How are you, Matt? I'm okay. okay. Except I kind of itch. I think I fleas. Oh, that feels good. Don't do that. Huh? Let's get down this mountain. What about the witches? We haven't seen the last of them. Oh, good. A sequel. And you know, they weren't really that attractive. They weren't? No, not even. Half as attractive as... As... As? Um, where are we, anyway? Beyond, Matt. 
Beyond the Back of Beyond. Ooh, nice getting that title mentioned. Oh, did you like that? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good? Man, it was brilliant. You try and get it I in every time. I admit it was pretty good. No, it was brilliant. It was not. Okay, well... There's no way you can get that to sound natural every time you do it. Sorry? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you'll have a go the next time. I will have a go. Very good. You've been listening to Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's Beyond the Back of Beyond. Written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Starring Deirdre Malloy, David Murray, Anne Byrne, Georgina Miller, and Morgan Jones. Other parts were played by members of the cast. Our sound engineer was Mark Richards. To find out more about Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's award-winning productions, visit our website at www.crazydogaudiotheatre.com. If you want to learn more about Crazy Dog Audio Theater, you can visit rogergreg.com, that's Greg with two Gs, or you can just ask Fred, honestly. Any of us will be happy to tell you, but Fred knows the most because he knows Roger. You can support our work on Patreon at patreon.com slash radiodramarevival, and you can follow us on Twitter at radiodrama. Visit our website at radiodramarevival.com, where you can read our bios, investigate our archive, and buy merch at our marvelous store. That's radiodramarevival.com slash shop. And now, your moment of Will. Will, my pal, my dude, my boon companion, what have we got today? Hello, listeners. It's spooky season, and that means I am alive. I am at the fullest of my power right now. To celebrate spooky season, I wanted to give you a recommendation for another spooky audio drama. Ooh. Now this one, on David's spooky scale, it's not a three. This one's probably like a, like a seven or eight. It's up there. It's up there. And this recommendation is The White Vault. The White Vault is about a crew sent to repair an Arctic outpost, but they find more than they bargained for. You can find The White Vault at thewhitevault.com. And hey, listener, Stay spooky. Thank you, Will. And now it's time for the credits. Our theme music is Danger Diggy Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer and associate interviews producer is Will Williams. Our senior interviews producer is Eli McElveen. Our associate producer is Sean Howard. Our researcher is Heather Cohen. Our submissions editors are Elena Fernandez-Collins and Rashika Rao. Our social media manager is Anne Baird. Our illustrious patron is Jay Cohen, who gets a spot in the credits by dint of their generous Patreon donation. Thank you, Jay. Let me know when you get my message on Patreon. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhalgh. I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome. 